Gracious Heavenly Father, yesterday we learned your promise that our strengths will, will equal our days. You give enough strength for us to live faithfully each day. Now, as we read your word, give us your breath and strength today. In the precious name of Jesus, who saved us and shepherds us, we pray. Amen. Today's passage comes from 2 Corinthians chapter 3, verse 7 to 11. 2 Corinthians chapter 3, verse 7 to 11. It is a very unique passage. Now if the ministry that brought death, which was engraved in letters or on stone, came with the glory, so that the Israelite could not look steadily at the face of Moses because of his glory, transitory though it was. Will not the ministry of the Spirit be even more glorious? If the ministry that brought the condemnation was glorious, how much more glorious is a ministry that brings righteousness? For what was glorious has no glory now in comparison with a surpassing glory. And if what was a transitory came with a glory, how much greater is the glory of that which lasts? Do you remember last Friday's daily breath about the letter kills, but spirit gives life? Paul talked about the covenant, old covenant of a mosaic law versus a new covenant of a Christ's grace. Paul is continuing the theme of the law-centered ministry versus spirit-led ministry today. The key words for today's passage is glory. Glory. It appears 10 times in this just five verses, short passage. Glory is a very important word in the Bible as well as in our life. In the Bible, glory is a major word that appears 285 times. 285 times. I want us to understand word uh, meaning of a glory today. What is a glory? According to dictionaries, glory is a source of honor, prestige, and adoration. In Greek, the word glory is dosa, dosa, or doxa, from which we have doxology, the words of a praise at the end of a worship, usually. And the Greek word doxa came from a verb dokain, which means appear, or to seem, to think, or even to accept. And the Greek word doxa commonly means belief, opinion, and judgment. So orthodoxy, orthodoxy is that uh, literally means correct. You know, author means correct, you know, author means uh, uh, correct belief or right judgment. And also glory in Hebrew is a kabod, which means weight or something heavy. In physics, and it's the law of gravity, heavy objects always attract a less heavy or light object. That's how gravity works. So weight means attraction. Therefore, glory means attraction. Something pulls us, draws us close, close. That is a glory. Therefore, if we combine kabot, Hebrew, and doxa in Greek, glory in the Bible means, I'm giving a definition here, 
appearance or opinion that attracts our attention and affects our decision. Appearance or opinion that attracts our attention as well as affecting our decision. Now, what attracts us most these days? What appearance or whose opinion is attractive to you? Whose judgment matters to you most? Today's passage, Paul was comparing two glories, lesser glory and greater glory. Lesser glory is the glory of the law and the greater glory of the glory of the, uh, of the Spirit. The lesser glory, Paul, Paul was referring to Mount Sinai experience where Moses received the Ten Commandments on the stone tablet from Yahweh on the top of the mountain and came down to Israelite with his shining face reflecting God's glory. The greater glory of the Spirit points out a small hill outside of Jerusalem named Golgotha, or in English, Calvary. Paul, Mar- Paul makes a two important contrasts here. Verse 9, he said the lesser glory of the law is all about condemnation. The ministry that brought the condemnation. Yes, do's and don'ts of the law does nothing but expose our guilt because we often don't do what we're supposed to do and we do what we are not supposed to do or what we are supposed to do. And then greater glory of the Holy Spirit brings the righteousness of Christ to redeem us. So verse 9 again, he said, How much more glorious is a ministry that brings righteousness? So that's the one major contrast. One brings a condemnation, the other one brings a righteousness and life. And second contrast is a mosaic glory is a transitory. He used the word transitory twice today. Verse 11, if what was a transitory came with a glory, and then he said, how much greater is the glory of that last? How much more glorious is the ministry that brings a righteousness? Here, I want us to remember this. Glory that we will talk for the rest of eternity is a glory that Christ bestowed on us. It's all about how much Christ loved us. That's what we're going to talk about and praise about. For us, glory simply points out to grace of God in Christ. American pastor theologian A.W. Tozer once said, Glory of God always comes at the sacrifice of ourself. Glory of God always comes at the sacrifice of ourself. I totally conquer. Glory of God is a God's self-sacrifice. We know that's correct because we know glory of God came from Christ's self-sacrifice in incarnation and crucifixion. So let us move with the grace of Christ for His glory today. More than any opinions and judgment of important or influential human beings around us. So whatever we do, let us, do, let us reflect the glory of Christ that we can thank God for good, uh, thank God and can talk about it for a long time. So let's pray. Gracious Heavenly Father, thank you for giving us the lasting glory through your Son 
and Holy Spirit. Your lasting glory is none other than your free love, your lavish love for us. Your grace gives us a hope and comfort and even power. As you lead us with a grace, help us to follow you with a gratitude and faithfulness. For the glory of your Son, we all pray. Amen. Now, let's praise God with a grace. <clears throat> 